is a standard learning rate that based on current technology, we can double the rate of our learning every seven years. This is that seven years. Lads, I'm kind of finding this common trend that we talk a lot about both space and AI in our podcast because this is very interesting <laughs> and it's trending quite a lot in the world right now, but more so the whole AI sort of thing. And I think we can't go past this whole topic of chat GPT, right? Or chat bot GPT. And as the boomers would say, what's this chat bot, <laughs> bot GPT bot thing that you guys got? As a about? fellow boomer, I'm also asking that question. What is this chat bot GDBDI? I mean, the whole conversation this morning, Patty, was... <laughs> All right, do I have to sign up? Do I have to download? What is it? What's my credit card? What's my credit card info? I don't want this. Since you've you've got the uh, app, more or less, how are you finding it? What is your initial feelings of... It's amusing. It's It's amusing amusing to me, but also like, I don't know. It's it's sort of like a weird (laughs) get-out-of-jail-free card for information. Oh, for sure. Which I can very much see in the future being exploited okay but before and, and, we get into that yeah, yeah. yeah i think that's a good we'll get to the opinion pieces later in the podcast but jimmy i mean we, we are talking a lot of ai in space because we talk about sexy stuff we do we're, we do yeah sex cells is what it is sex cells Ooh, and okay. right now it's space and ai and so i guess let's get into the the, the meat of it what is ai and well we've done an ai I'm, podcast I, I'm, I'm glad you asked what what it is because um i actually asked chatbot gpt what it is like you know it's <laughs> went straight to the source and its answer was gpt is a language generation model that has been trained on massive corpus of text data allowing it to generate human-like text based on the inputs it receives when used in a chatbot the gpt model can respond to text-based queries in a way that is coherent contextually appropriate and often difficult to distinguish from a text written by a human this allows for the creation of highly sophisticated chatbots that can have conversations with users on a wide range of topics. While GPT is not specifically designed for a chatbot platform, its advanced language generation capabilities make it well suited for chatbots. Did you breathe on that? Yeah, I just <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't want to be long winded about it, but that is uh, the definition that it gave me, and quite loosely, that is what chatbot GPT is. Yeah. Now I think we've got to make it clear that with AI and there's machine learning, the two are not the same thing. It's like all AI, sorry, all machine learning uh, is is AI, but not all AI is machine learning. So the two go hand in hand, whereas Mm. this is actually a machine learning uh, model that we're using today. So it's not a fully AI model yet. One day it will get there, sure. But what we're using now, it's just simple machine learning. I mean, we say it's simple. Uh, Did did you research the, the computer it's based on? Uh, like, uh, what, what do you mean computer so it's based it's, on? It was built, it's a, it's currently the, the chat GPT and some of the other AIs it's running on is based off the Azure software. It's a collaboration with Microsoft. It is the fifth most, uh, fifth most powerful supercomputer that's publicly known about. I mean, there's probably a few that are used for like Russian hacking and like things like this. They don't talk about, but this one is wild. Mm. So your normal computer has what? Uh, like 16 cores maybe maybe best maybe four no like four cores is standard for a laptop um mm. maybe one two gpus the supercomputer that they have has 285,000 cores 80 uh, 10,000 gpus and has 400 gigabytes per second of network connectivity mm. and it's uh, it is the fifth five so there's some that's faster than that the fact that they have this, this is a several billion dollar piece of kit that runs the software is wild to me. Like this, this thing is a full warehouse suite. 
that it can do. And when you think about it, it kind of has to be like that, right? Because we talk about how is this thing actually doing what it's doing? I think that's the number one question and we'll try and make it as sort of simple as possible, but it actually mm. trains itself using text data. So there's all these articles online. You've got Wikipedia, you've got books, you've got the internet, you've got um, podcasts and whatnot. This text input is actually given to the model and it's given in a form of like ones and zeros and numerical data and it's able to convert between this numerical data back to the human language. The limitation is it's got no way to verify the accuracy of its information. So it should never be taken as fact. Yeah, I think they even said on the most recent release, again, just to clarify on timing why GBT, we'll actually, we'll get back to the reasons why GBT is popular in the news at the moment. Um, but just to clarify, it only came out in November of 2022, three months ago from recording. Its most stable release for, for, for trial was released 12 days ago when recording. As in, so for humans to be able to like publicly access to, it? For like a genuine stable release. Yeah. Like, and, a, like a back when Minecraft came out in alpha and beta and such like alpha 111 stable release. Effectively, that's what we're at right now. Where Minecraft is now versus where it was in alpha. Massive, massive growth. growth. Yeah. If this is the Minecraft alpha 1.1 of AI, of chatbots, this is wild. Um, so the fact that it is doing what it's doing and is just really being released... Terrifying, because there's a lot of like possibilities that this can take to, and it's and I think it's more than just converting like digits to language. It can answer incredibly complex questions in perfect English or language, <laughs> which is Sorry. wild. Yeah, yeah. The converting digits to language is only the training bit, and the training bit is only one of three things that the chatbot can do. So mm. when we talk about machine learning, there's so much to go into. So we that's a podcast on its own. But what this chatbot does is you use something called supervised learning. So yeah. as engineers, we know that you have always have an output to a solution, right? There's always the end goal. So say for example, Patty, I've got a photo of an orange and a photo of a lemon and I give it to you. Now you don't know what an orange or a lemon is yet, but you need to train yourself to figure out how it's done. So what this chatbot does is it creates this sort of pattern of ones and zeros and randomizes it and it keeps iteratively repeating this process until the error is effectively as minimal as possible to determine which is the apple which is the orange this is called a subset of supervised learning and mm. that's how it sort of verifies the data and sort of if i tell you to find something for me you know how to find that using this training sequence and that links back to why it needs so many cores like you alluded to before sean well what if the what if the uh, orange in this particular photo is moldy would it still recognize it as an orange? Well, that's part of its that's training part sequence. Of its errors, yeah, yeah. It, it, it needs to be able to distinguish between the orange and the lemon yeah. by doing this iterative process, and it uses a lot of computing power to do it so. It needs to pick up the discrepancy in the image and then break that down to be like, oh, okay, this actually still might be an orange, but because it's moldy, it might be might be just a bit more yellow. Therefore, there's error that I need to account for. What if it, what, what, since we're so, <laughs> so, still on the fruit metal, what if they're trying to tell the difference between a lime and a lemon, and the lemon is green and moldy? Would it still be able to tell it's a lemon? Well, that's the thing is if you give it enough information. So this is what the training that James is talking about because the training is a two-step. So one, you can be supervising the AI and one, you can be the user of the AI. So you're like going to an AI saying, this is an orange. This is a moldy orange. This is a orange. And then you can have it so the AI goes, this is an orange? And the, and the human's like, yes or no. And so there's two ways you can train that AI. Um, which is what this one's doing. It's training both human as the kind of the instructor and also as the user. That's how this AI is learning. So it's just giving all these inputs and the AI is like, oh, okay, so this is this is a moldy lime and this is a weird orange. Oh, okay, ask me the question again because I'm going to nail it because that's how it learns. And that's when we go back into the whole what if thing, right? Like mm. the AI is now questioning going, hang on a minute, you told me an orange was this sphere that was perfectly thing. Why does it have this 
black spot on it. What if? Yeah. And now the human's going, well, I supervise learning. It's actually a moldy orange. And it's just this repeated process of it doing that yeah. over time. And I th- but before we get, I, I mean, we can get into some of the AIs and whatnot, but maybe we can talk a little bit on some of the reasons why we're talking about chat GPT right now. Um, one of the reasons that it's come across my thing is because one, my company banned it, where they just went, everyone, no chat GPT. And people were like, most of the people in my company, we're not that old. We're, we're like average age of the company is like 45. But most people went, what? And then a few people in the 20s went, fuck. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> it's like, and I was like, wait, it's, I was one of the boomers at the time. I was like, what is this chat GPT stuff? And I heard about it briefly, but I didn't understand the benefit of it. My, I had a friend of company going, dude, it has written so many of like articles or responses. It makes oh, yeah. my life so much easier. I give it one sentence and it makes it into three paragraphs. Yep. I'm like, that's wild. Surely it's not that good. And as it, we research write sonnets. Yeah. I typed in today using it and I was like, write a sonnet about the Vietnam War. Oh my God. Jesus. <laughs> and what was the response? It's pretty good. It's a pretty good, pretty good sonnet. All right. What's, can you give us a, oh, is it a previous page? I'll, uh, no, I can say the jungle was alive with the sounds of war. Explosions echo, cries of wounded and dying. Brothers in arms fighting side by side with bravery that would never be denied. But the cost was high in lives and, and in tears. Families torn apart, mothers and wives in sorrow. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'll stop, I'll stop. Do, do you guys remember that movie, that scene from iRobot where it's like, huh, can a robot um, dream? Can a robot make it a masterpiece? And the robot goes, can you? They, he literally just wrote a poem. That's, this, that's genuine art. This is some Will Ferrell and shit right Yeah, here. yeah, that's genuinely quite wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, one of the reasons that uh, we want to talk about is one, my company bandit, and also the entire Australian school system ban the use well, of chat yeah, this, is, no, this is where i heard i think that's fine though i think it's fine too I th- but i also think no no I, yeah. I i think it's fine because i don't trust children just full stop because if a chi- like when i was in high school yeah i think all of us like i would always try and f- like you work extra hard to find a way to do something easier yeah okay so the easiest way to find some like do something hard will be like oh i need to get access to uh, this chat GPT so it can as you said yeah. create give uh, I can feed it one sentence and it can give me three paragraphs and if I continuously do this five or six times thousand essay done yeah and, and, to, word essay and done, to be frank to be perfectly honest if everyone has access to this tool I don't have a problem with it yeah, the I whole idea of okay here is how we've done schooling for 50 years here's a tool that makes it easier no you can't use that that's like banning calculators for people trying to do math well Uh, why do you want to know how i see this with the school system i think it's very similar to so so in your everyday job or like when you're as an engineer a lot of the calculations you have to do it's done by a computer right it's done by a model you just got to know the inputs but when you're in school and university you still learn how to calculate by first principle right yeah but you don't actually use those models because that's considered cheating. I think this is just an extension of that now, right? Yeah. You still need to learn the stuff. You can use this chat GPT in the future, but you have to understand what you're doing. You can't just tell a model something. Like you've got to know yeah. how to debug it. You've got to know what's right and what's wrong. That's what I think. No. I, I still think that learning is, should be there, that understanding of the tool you're using, right? Yeah. But like banning the tool that would make things go so much faster. Imagine if... AI was part of learning, right? From from the age of year seven, you could have essays printed out quickly and then you had to work your way back of understanding and reading this. You could train literature so much faster if you just give oh, them yeah. this 
this tool where they have access to more literature than ever available and it gets better progressively because it's constantly learning. constantly learning i don't understand why blocking it i think for the time being blocking is fine because there's certain rules regulation this is a big it's uh, very new disruptor of technology but i was I'm like should we not like move to incorporate instead of banning it i mean we can always say change is bad but you can't stop change it's, it's like when phones first came out smartphones right they were yeah. banned even in high schools right you yeah. could not use a smartphone whereas now it's like hey guys we're going to do a cahoots quizzing class you got to pull your phone out and type yeah, this code in so once sort of chat gpt becomes um what's the word i'm trying to find like, specified for certain applications yeah, commercial really yeah, it becomes like, commercialized yeah. it'd be like in its own sort of brand maybe the open ai will make an app so chat gpt for school this is how you use it so mm. for me personally what I love about it is if I'm writing a code, for example, and I'm trying to debug my code, instead of looking in Google for two hours trying to find what's wrong, I just go, hey, dude, my thing's not working. What do you think's wrong with it? And it goes, oh, dude, you missed a comma like in your third paragraph down. Oh, oh my God, God. it's perfect. <laughs> I, I was, so when I was doing the research for this, this is wild. So one of the case studies was you can write code and Patty, and Patty, you've done code with Python a little bit mm, at work. Bit, yeah. um, we've both done a fair chunks of different types of uh, coding. But it's just copy the code, post and go, there's something wrong with my code, chat GPT. What's yeah. wrong with it? And it just tells you, oh, have, you, have you considered this? Oh, shit, that's a good thing. Because it's language learning. It's literally a language. What's wrong with my paragraph, effectively, is what you're asking it, instead of what's wrong with your code. It fixes it. It goes, hey, there's a loop here that doesn't end. Close that. Yeah. Oh, it works? There you go. Oh my god! You mean times I've had to go through like GitHub's and Stack Overflows to like break down a problem? This is just doing it for me. Yeah, and similarly, right. So going back to school, if you're writing an essay for your English class and like you got to submit that, beginning to get feedback. It's good for saying like, "Here's my essay. I wrote this myself." Hey, ChatGPT, how can I make this better? Like, oh, your theory of belonging. You can probably touch on it by using these techniques. Yeah fucking lame it's english but good for schooling because we have to exactly. learn our stuff in school obviously and there's a, there's a standard learning rate that based on current technology we can double the rate of our learning every seven years this is that seven years brought forward we and then imagine what we're going to do in seven years time if we used ai now what yeah. learning and understanding the kids will have oh brilliant <laughs> actually there's, there's an interesting conversational piece and it's like are humans getting dumber because technology is getting more advanced and it's like well yes and no right mm. if you're a human and you're using this new technology to do dumb stuff of course we're going to get dumber but if you're using it to do smart things so it's like you know what i don't have to do four hours of research i can ask ai to do it for me but i know the output yeah. this is accelerating how fast you can produce an output just by having someone do all the grunt work for you so totally agree it's yes and no it's different though for mm -hmm. school because right now you're out of school, so you have the i you have the foreknowledge and of buckling down, looking at the, looking at Google, re actually researching articles yourself to then say, okay, now I've earned this degree, I've actually done the research all by myself. What I what they are talking about by like getting it rid of getting it rid of in the tertiary system mm -hmm. is because it's taking away from the students of actually doing the knowledge when they need to do it right now. But once they leave, okay, sweet. It's a little bit, it's an easier shortcut in the workforce or yeah. when I actually need to do it in the real world because I don't have four hours to kill when it comes yeah. to doing that code. I don't have three hours to, you know, really research this journal, this journal article that I then need to like say to my CEO in a couple of hours time. I yeah. don't have that time. But if I can ask this, which is basically a more advanced thing, a more advanced version of Google, yeah, I can. It's it's a lot better. So I understand yeah. why they cannot, they should not use I, it in schools and universities. Yeah. Because, oh. I, why would you trust someone's someone with that degree 
in engineering if they just kept on using this chatbot? To a degree, if depends. it was scientifically proven yeah, to be accurate, accurate. Yeah. way, no fucking way. No, no, no. No so, way. No, no, no. Sorry, trust if... someone that is building a building with basically four years of experience of a chatbot. But the I first mean, person who knew how to yeah. build a building learned by doing and yeah, there were yeah. mistakes made. This AI has all the mistakes in it already. It knows what the mistakes were. So why wouldn't you yeah. trust it if and it already has that? I guess it's, it's, again, it's AI in the sense that it's not writing it for you. It's the tool you use. And so it's, it's like saying, oh, I wouldn't trust a guy to use a chainsaw to chop down a tree. I prefer using a guy with a normal axe because it's cleaner. Okay, yeah, but if the goal is to chop down as many trees as you want, chainsaw is the way to go. It's a more advanced tool. So if I say, look, in most paragraphs, you can get away with just saying it in five words. Building is safe because foundations is done. If you need to make that into 300 words, okay, so the reason that the foundations are providing great security, rah, 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 and that makes the building safe, if the whole point of that paragraph is to say one thing, and you can say it in five words, or you can say it in 50, I don't care if it's 50 or five words. It's the exact... If you need to make more detail to it, it's your responsibility to add that detail. And that's where I think it needs to come into play. Again, you can write the essay, but if it's not describing what you want it to do, then you have to go and make adjustments for it. Hmm. I'm saying like it's, it's filling in the same details. And it even says in ChatGPT, it isn't 100% accurate. If you publish this or send this out to someone or use this as responses, it's, it's not your responsibility. Well, if they continue what they're doing. So currently on ChatGPT, it is from data from 2021. And previous, yeah. And yeah. previous. So everything that happened in 2022 to present is not currently on Correct. the... Yeah. So if limitations thing, So software. if things were limited and that this is when, you know, you, they will need to probably do either like a school version or like, you know, chat TBT school or chat TBT work or like almost like Grammarly or something like that where it has different like types of subscription services yeah. or whatever to it. But yeah, still don't trust it. I, yeah. no, I, I, no, I want to trust, look, if we can use it, we're out of school, we can do what we can do whatever we want. Thing, no, right? depending, my company doesn't let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you. Yeah, uh, yeah that's me. <laughs> but, I, I, but the point that I'm trying to say is you can now ask more specialized tasks. Before you say, write an essay between linking your related text to the theme of belonging. Now you can say is, which specific theme of belonging relates this par- character's personal journey, which is something that the AI might not know. And so you can ask it to fill in like chunks and stuff, but the real core, that real body, that heart of that story is still up to you. Doesn't imagine, yeah. doesn't know the emotion of it. And so, You've got to say what theme it is in the input, what understanding. So I think it means some of the redundancy, like how much of your day do you reckon is doing the same task just slightly differently? Probably like, oh, my working day or my day day? You're working, oh, just your working. Let's say you're working day. I reckon like five and a half out of the eight hours. Yeah, I would say if there's, I was there's some certain chunks that I'm like, all I'm doing is the exact same thing with a slight change to it and then doing that again. Yeah. If I can automate that task, damn, you know how much more work I can get done? Oh, yeah, well, I think we've both yeah. written code in the past to do tasks yeah. for us where it's like, yeah. well, I need to do this quicker than normal. But oh. so I think, yeah, I think this is a good sort of... Sorry, go on. I know you wanted oh. to chime in there. Um, I was... Oh, no. About using code it. to make things faster. Oh, there's actually one of the codes here. Um, so there is, so there's like OpenAI is the company that made this startup based in San Francisco in the uh, 2010s. Um, there are certain other coding codes that they've done. ChatGPT is the most popular one because it's been released and got a lot of news articles on it. But there's about four other ones or five other ones that are really cool. You guys want to hear them? Go. Okay, sure. so the one that you kind of mentioned that brought my attention to this was Codex. So what you do is you type in, hey, can you write me a code in Python that does this? 
here you go. And it writes the code for you. Yeah. Exact, perfect. So you can just be like, I need a code that does this, this, and this. Perfect. Here you go. Um, another one's called Dali. So it's an image editing software. So you upload your images to it and it does all the Photoshop and cropping, pulling people out of it and make sure that you two are always in that perfect photo. It makes changes the angles, can do all these other things for it. So it just oh, makes cool. your album for holiday photos. So it's already there. So AI editing, um, yeah, imaging. Uh, the GPT is language one. Um, Keep Attack. So this one's designed for freelancers and I have a feeling that the... Uh, the people at the startup are like a bunch of freelancers saying, we need to make this easier for ourselves. It's a way to, it identifies tax brackets and then tax <laughs> write-offs for freelancers to reduce their overall expenses across a year. So it just goes through all your expenses and this software, that, this, 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 you can claim this on tax and it reduces your overhead immediately. Oh, okay, and cool. It for you. And the mm. last one, have you heard we of this? We should use that. We should, oh God, you should use that. I don't know if it's allowed in Australia, it might be US only, but the last one, have you heard of an app called Duolingo? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Duolingo again, no, it's not completely open AI. Yeah. But the formatting, the language correction part of Duolingo uses software for open AI to fix said this is what's wrong with your your text in French. Uh, this is how to fix it. Because okay. again, it's a language. It needs to formulate language. So it already has those skills to correctly like explain it and understand what you're trying to say, then fix it into the correct language. So that's using the same AI. So there's there's a bunch of different AIs that OpenAI have created. ChatGPT is just the one to talk about. Anyways, that was yeah. the one I wanted to run into. No, it's a few of its capabilities, but I thought it was a good sort of segue to talk about what it shouldn't be used for. And this is just my personal list. So mm. this is open for you guys to sort of agree or disagree. But the first one is it shouldn't be used to make any financial decisions. The reason being is your finance is personal to you. Your goals are personal to you. It doesn't know what you're trying to achieve and it shouldn't legally give you any decision making. Correct. The next one is any decisions regarding to your health. I think you should always see a GP or a specialist about that because, again, health is very specific to one person, right? It's discretionary as well. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I did actually ask it, "Am I sick?" question mark, and that was like the, that was the question. That was the, its answer being like, "It's answer." See, see a uh, see a healthcare professional. That's a good <laughs> actually. So we'll get into it, but the AI has provided ethical responses to questions where it, says it does it doesn't feel comfortable answering, <laughs> which is wild. Sorry, continue, Jimmy. I had, I had two more. The third one was social decisions, which is kind of broad. Board, but I think in a social situation, um, it shouldn't be giving advice for you how to act socially. It can sort of tell you what, um, I guess, what an example person would do, but it should, shouldn't should make the decision for you. Yeah, you can't really ask it, what's its opinion on the Israeli-Palestinian and conflict? Like, well, uh, <laughs> I'm more meant to say, like, oh, how should oh. I act at a party where, I don't know. Oh, I was thinking macro-social impacts. <laughs> I think the yeah. same sort of situation. Same, yeah. And the last one. <laughs> at again, a party, should I approach this girl? Can you imagine, like... It's a girl who's looked at me twice. Should I approach her? Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> Do I Patty, approach? Question mark. Patty, put that question in GPT. Should I approach a girl at a party? Yeah. Actually, no, don't. That sounds super creepy. And, and, and the, um, reason, the reason for that is I think with any social things, it's based on your own feedback, right? So I might go into a shopping center and do something and I'd be like, hey, next time I go to this shopping center and try and bargain for this PlayStation 5, this is going to be my bargaining skills. It's what I've experienced, not what the AI has experienced from me. It doesn't know. So yeah. the last one is brought again, but any decision, it shouldn't be making any decision that hasn't been checked against a source. So if you ask it for like um, some a highly complex mathematical problem, you should always check its formulas, yeah. ask for its working. Don't just say, hey, what's the number? 
because you know it might screw up the formula or something. It might use a two instead of a one point two or something. Or it like might that. use a different formula to the one that you've been prescribed to use or you're allowed to use. Which I mean, I've done before where I've used the wrong formula, got the right answer, but I've been marked down because it's not the one they recommended. Again, that's human error on the marking side, but I totally agree. Certain times there's reasons like certain high advanced um, physics questions, depending on the theory or the the body of science that you're believing in for yeah. hypothetical physics, there's a reason why you can't use certain equations and whatnot. Yeah, because it, it works sometimes, but it doesn't work every single time Correct. depending yeah. on the inputs you're given. And that's what it shouldn't be used to do. This is what it won't do as, as fact. So it won't respond in a way to encourage violence. It won't give personal yes. opinions or beliefs. It won't say anything that's illegal, unethical, or inappropriate, as Sean's already alluded to. Mm-hmm. It won't say anything that involves actual speculation. So it, won't try, it actually won't predict anything unless you ask to do a prediction <laughs> model, for example. That does, that, that does <laughs> feed back into two questions. I, yeah, two I, questions you asked I, asked this, I asked the same question as about two different people and I got two very different answers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. There's the 2021 thing that I've already mentioned. And here's an interesting one. It doesn't understand sarcasm. <laughs> Hasn't been trained to understand sarcasm at all. I mean, sarcasm is all about tone inflection and yeah. bass, and, and like, there's so many parts that sarcasm is there. I don't think it'll ever understand sarcasm unless you flag it as such to see. The like, AI. Put, it, put it in italics. Yeah, yeah. italics equals oh, sarcasm. Unless it has like, again, humans sometimes don't detect sarcasm. I've known some people so dry you don't yeah. realize they're joking. How the fuck are computers supposed to learn that if we can't? I think like, I don't know. (laughs) There's parts of that I would disagree with because when I have a conversation with people over say a text or something, you read the pattern of the conversation. So if if I'm talking about we're going to the gym and someone is going six days a week and they're so committed and I say, hey, are we going to the gym? And it's like, nah, bro, we're definitely not doing that tomorrow when I know he's definitely going to go. So you've got to have understanding of both the person and the pattern of the conversation what's missing with chat gpt is the understanding of who you're talking to so i think that's why but also like like you said understanding of the person that's information hasn't had that feedback loop of yet yeah so there's it needs it needs to learn it needs to talk to this person realize this person lies a lot and then just assumes i reckon this is a lie this is the mold and the orange in terms of that metaphor bring it back you you say lie i say have good banter you know yeah exactly yeah we'll do a computer it's like uh banter doesn't compute (laughs) okay Let's get to some of the fun stuff, um, some of the questions that we can ask. So we actually have ChatGPT live right yeah. now on both computers. We do. Um, so I, I've actually written a lot of stuff down, so I didn't tell you boys this, but I wrote a list down of things it can do and what I want Patty to test out while it's open. So oh, let's do it. Live testing, baby. And, and sort of while Patty's typing it, Sean and I can sort of predict what it's going to come through with. So the first Ooh. one it can actually do is write CVs and resumes. So Patty, <laughs> while you're there, I want you to ask ChatGPT to write a CV for someone going into a mining engineering job um, that's based on mining lithium. In Perth. In Perth. In Perth. In Perth. Yeah. Let's make it way too right, get, 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 get it right. Write a CV for and someone going in, uh, to a mining engineering role. Yep. Uh, for mining and mining in, in Perth. Perth. And so I think what it's going to come up with here is a very very detailed response and something you could probably use and tweak to your yeah. To your which is I, I mean, uh, how many times this is back in the day, but just like you've frozen over a computer trying to write 300 words on your CV. Write a CV for someone going to a mining slash engineering role at a lithium mine. Yeah, and then say its experience is five years um, of mining and it has a four-year engineering degree. Or just say a mining engineering degree. Yeah. 
just because so, we want it to be able to know what the experiences are because that's one of the well, most important things. Now my question, I'm curious, is will it lie? Be like, yeah, I've worked on all these mind sites and just make them up. Name, John Doe, address 123 Main Street, Anytown, USA, 1234. Phone number, email. Objective, to secure a challenging position as a mining slash engineering professional in a lithium mine, leveraging my experience and education to make a positive <laughs> impact on operations and safety. Education, Bachelor of Science in Mining Engineering, XYZ <laughs> University, Anytown, USA. Work experience, Mining Engineering, ABC Mining Company, Anytown. Manage the design, of, uh, <laughs> a lot, about? there's a lot. There's like, uh, sorry, work experience, Mining Engineering, Mining Engineering, Deaf Mining company yeah so company. what it, what it's done is it's actually it's written, written an example it's, resume it's and so you, yeah. like you fill you in sort the, of a the template blanks. and you sort of tweak it to your own knowledge which is what we sort mm, of thought yeah. it would do that's pretty smart i like uh, now i gotta think of a question um you asked so, another one i'll, so, I'll think of another one. so the next one i've got here oh, still is going still is going. um <laughs> How I've, long? I've, I've got some really good ones here boys. how many lines we're we looking at patty just guesstimate uh guesstimated lines probably about a page and a half <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what, what's what a cv is it's a page and a half or two no, pages I, 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 a cover Inclu- letter. including spacing including spacing of like a proper yeah. resume format wait cv being cover letter or just no cvs oh, cvs yeah. and cv well cvs like a t- uh, cover, 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 is, cover, cover is different from yeah CV. no i thought it was cover letter it's the curriculum vitae yeah. um, no, what, what's yeah. the other question you got so, so the next one i've got is it's good at uh writing jokes so ask it we want to make it very hard for the error so say tell me a joke and I'm looking at things around the room. Tell me a joke that involves Basil and trains. And let's see what it can do. Oh, with surely this. not. Yeah, you're looking at my plants outside. Yeah, <laughs> and look at his track. plants and there's a train station. Tell me a right joke that involves Basil and trains. Basil and trains. <laughs> That's tough. I mean. Sure, here's a joke for you. Why did the Basil plant hop on the train? Why? Because it wanted to see the time it was getting. <laughs> That's actually it's, not it's, bad. It's, it's better than it's some of the stuff that most guys can come up with. I couldn't have with an HY. Yeah, 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 no, no, we got that. Just, yeah. making, <laughs> just, making, just <laughs> we, making sure. So we but, laughed at a joke. We picked it up. Just, making, it it, just making sure that the, uh, the, the non-spice of, uh, officiados out there yeah. know what we're talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, I got a question. Um, can you give me a cocktail with milk Ooh. and... Um, Oh, no, what's the other? What's the licorice tasting one? Uh, Tia Maria. No, no, no the uh, one in the tall bowl, sambuca. Sambuca, yeah, <laughs> milk and sambuca. There might be a cocktail like that, but I don't think that these flavors should go together. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what would you do if you were milk and sambuca? I can't even think of what I probably cinnamon, bit of cinnamon, bit of bit okay. of sugar, <laughs> sweet. Well, let's see what it says. Sure, here's a classic cocktail for you. White Sambuca, ingredients, one ounce Sambuca, one ounce whole milk. Instructions, one, fill a shaker with ice. Two, <laughs> add the Sambuca and whole milk to a shaker. Three, shake well for 10 seconds. Four, strain the mixture into a Actually, shot glass. Actually, that might be a cocktail. Five, serve and enjoy. Note, this cocktail has been served chill. If you prefer, you can also have, add a small amount of sugar to the shaker. Fair enough. Oh, actually, for, for a bit of sweetness. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, so maybe that is a cocktail that's already thought. That's why. I well, who knows? Because what it's actually got is it's got this database of text stored in it. So what it's probably done is looked at reviews on each cocktail involving milk and sambuca. I mean, it's literally milk and sambuca. Averaged it I out know. together. Like, I, want, I want to really count that as recipe. a cocktail. Yeah. As, um, <laughs> it's, it's more. It's more of a weird shot, if anything. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, I don't have sambuca. I was going to say we'll go try after this, but so, uh, <laughs> please no, 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 no. no, no, no. All right, another question. Let's so something, something else it can do is simplify a very complex series and idea. So, Patty, can you ask it this? Explain time dilation in simple terms. Dilation being D I L A T I O N. Double L. Is it okay? Well, it's, it, it does spell check, so it doesn't. No, matter. probably not. I actually probably got it wrong. I'm terrible. D i d i l a t h yeah t a t 
iron. Yeah, just say, can you explain time dilation in simple terms? Oh, no, it terms? is 1L. I'm thinking of dill. <laughs> I'm thinking of spices and herbs. Well, you see, oh, the joke's yeah. stuck with spice, that. Spice on the brain, bruh. So, uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> I, I was watching Interstellar the other night, and um, obviously that movie relies a lot on time dilation. And I'm yeah. like, I wonder what chat GPT would think of this. I'm like, let's wait to the podcast to ask it. Yeah. So... To put it simply, imagine you're on a train that's moving very fast. If you look at a clock on the train, the time will appear to be moving at normal rate. But if you are standing outside the train looking at the same clock, the time on the clock would appear to be moving more slowly than normal. This is because the clock on the train is moving at a high velocity relative to you, causing time to appear to slow down. I still, I don't know. That's a simple... Uh, that is literally the metaphor that Einstein used to explain relativity initially. Well, literally the next... Paragraph is this is known as time dilation and it's and its consequence of Einstein's theory of special relativity. Yeah, the time dilation has been confirmed it. by numerous ex, uh, experiments and is now widely accepted by physicists. Physicists. Ooh, um, you know what? We had a t- podcast topic on this before, and we had to do our research. Why don't we ask you this? Um, how has war led to advancements in science? That's a that's because we had so many answers to it. I want to see how many. List, yeah. It might give a list. What advancements, or maybe what advancements are deri- in science would derive from war? Probably that's probably the better way to phrase. Again, it's the the way you put the inputs. How, how do you want to? How do you want to um, phrase? What advancements in science were the result of war? I think because again, this is once you understand how the AI works, it's again a tool. The way you provide the question is how good the answers be. What advancements in science were the result of war? Yes, let's see it. Let's see what answers we got, baby. Woo! Throughout history, war has often driven scientific advancements. In many cases, the need for better weapons and technology. Some examples include radar technology during World War II, yep. nuclear physics, the Manhattan Yeah, there we Project. go, Sean. Uh, there's just a bunch of other filler. Jet engines, the development of jet engines during World War II revolutionized air travel. Yeah. Computers during World War II, the need for faster and more efficient machine. machine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, medical in- innovations, war has often, often led to... Medi- but they're not giving examples. I say that, then it's a, such as surgery, pharmaceuticals, uh, prosthetics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the rock, blood donations. Rock, rockets yeah. and uh, space exploration during Cold War. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Holy That's shit, crazy. we had quite a few of those on there. Or at mm-hmm. least like mm-hmm. we filled in those topics. I, didn't, we, I don't think we got radar on there. But yeah, radar technology. We, no, no, we didn't get radar on nah. our podcast, but every single other one there, we had at least some element of that answer. That is good research, okay. lads. That's great Please. research. I've got a fun one now. So someone think of a character and tell me what that character is. Just, it can be like a real person. It can be not a real person. Just someone that's known in the world. Yeah, okay. Brad just, Pitt. Brad Pitt. Okay, say to um, the AI, oh, so the chat BG, play Akinator. Akinator being spelled A-K-I-N-A-T-O-R. And what it's going to do is it's going to try and guess who we're thinking of. Oh. This is going to be fun. Well, I guess we have to have an understanding of our, of our person. So Akinator was that old game of like 20 questions, right? It's similar to it, yeah. Is it the one where the guy looks like a genie? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah okay, right. Okay, here we go. So it's saying, sure, let's play Akinator. Can we do someone that uh, is, like Brad Pitt, I think is easy to guess. Let's get someone really obscure. Let's uh, make it tough. Now no, we'll make it... Um, uh... Mark Wahlberg. Oh, can, wait, can we make? Can we make? Hey, how's it going? Can, <laughs> hey, can, how you doing, dog? <laughs> can, can, we, can we make it a character? Oh, absolutely. What character do you want, brother? Django. Django on yeah. What's his last name? Is it just Django yeah. Freeman? Django Freeman. That's okay. Right. Yeah, okay. That's the, okay. Play, let's play, go. Played by Jamie Fox. Yeah, are, are, you uh, are you ready to start? Yes. yes. Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's get this started. Is is the character you're thinking of male? Yeah. Yes. Is the character you're thinking of still alive? 
was still alive at the end of the movie. Just say you all in the... Should we just say in the movie? No, just say yes. It's yes or no, yeah. Is the character you're thinking of a politician? No. 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 (laughs) Is the character you're thinking of a musician? No. No, I mean, he was an artist with his weapons. Is the character you're thinking of an actor? No. No, it's 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 a character. Yeah, 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 he's not the character playing Jenko. Is the character you're thinking of a sports player? No. No. Is the character you're thinking of a scientist or inventor? No. No. It's surprising how many, like is, the millions of results have been cut out for each is, of these Is questions. the character you're thinking of a comedian or, or entertainer? No. No. Yeah, he's a very serious yeah, So it's, eliminate, it's doing this process of elimination right yeah, now yeah. to take a writer so or poet? No. Nope. No. But it's, yeah, it's, it eliminates millions and Nobel millions of Prize or similar prestigious award? Nine. Nine. Can you write nine? Just to see if it throws it off. <laughs> no. <laughs> it can translate. <laughs> yeah. Is a character you're thinking of primarily known for their work in technology or the internet? No. The internet. Ah. Uh, it's not. No. no. This this is going. Yeah. It needs to get a yes to be is able to. Is the character you're thinking of a leader of a religious organization? No. Yes. No. <laughs> It, once it gets a yes, that's it. It's like three questions. I apologize, done. but it seems that I'm having trouble guessing the character. Perhaps you could give me a hint or, or consider providing a okay. different character. It's a character in Just a movie. Just say character in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we are, yeah, same page. Yeah. Because I think, again, like we're limiting millions of views, but there's, again, other millions that needs to cut through. Is the character you're thinking of male? Yes. Yes. Yeah, maybe it's person, not character. We should say it's Is the character you're thinking of a superhero? No. No. No, 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 What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm walking in. Is the character you? No, no, okay, but I think it's the. No, no, no. Digging a hole. Digging a hole. They are saying like because the next one was is the is the character you're thinking of a villain? So I think they're thinking okay, there's like main character like no like this hero of the story. No, no, superhero like superhero villain is a very cliche. What it's going to do is say that it's going to eliminate all movies that aren't based about a superhero. Is the movie you're thinking of of a franchise or series? No, no, yeah, no, not animated. No. Is maybe you're thinking of a science fiction or fantasy film? Wait, is this Tarant- Tarantino, right? So yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's not historical. I would say kinda. Just say kinda. Just say just say probably, because yeah. it actually accepts probably as an answer. Oh. Just or just say it's Western. Just give it its Western. Yeah, maybe let's give it a little bit of a hint here. Again, we're talking a very specific character. Just guess. I guess like is the movie you're thinking of a classic Western film? No. No. I love how like you could just be bored and play this game for a whole has, weekend. Has the, mo- has, yeah. the, has the movie you're thinking of been released in the past 10 years? No. No, 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 no. I remember watching this. It was released in 2012. Oh, when the information is 2021, so it would yes. be, yeah. yeah. So yes, yeah. it would yes. be yes. Is the movie you're thinking of a critically acclaimed film that has won awards? Yes. Yes, yes it does. Oh, Here we go. Soundtrack. Here we go. Now it's a yes is coming through. Is the main character you're thinking of portrayed by Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Oh, it's oh. thinking of um. What movie is it thinking of? I have no. Oh, idea. it's in my is head. Is the main character you're thinking of portrayed by Brad Pitt? No. Oh wow, we would have got Brad Pitt if we went with that. <laughs> is the main character you're thinking of portrayed by Matt Damon? No. <laughs> what, what Western had Matt Damon? <laughs> we don't even is know the, what a Western. Is the main character you're thinking of portrayed by Denzel Washington? No. <laughs> Just, are we going through all the Is the main character you're thinking of portrayed by Tom Hanks? No. Okay, I think. Okay, I okay it's, it's, it's a no, shit no, no, okay. 
I'm sorry, but I'm having trouble guessing the character you're thinking. Like, can you give me a hint? Just say, just, just say, just no, say, you're terrible. Okay, we'll right. give it five questions more. Directed oh. by Quentin Tarantino. Okay, say no, but it's directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Aiken is usually better than this. I've played like I the played Aiken and it's got it in like eight. Like wildly accurate. But I've also seen it play where it gets in like a hundred. <laughs> okay, this is kind of, yeah, this is kind of dragging on a little bit. Five more questions than I Otherwise, this AI is dead. I'm never using it again. No. Sorry, they just said, is it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Is the movie thinking of Django Unchained? Yes. 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 Okay. The character you're thinking of is, is Django, portrayed by Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. As, so, got as soon as we gave it, like, the biggest hit We gave hit it a little bit no, of leeway, no. and it we gave it an inch, and it fucking took 10 miles. I swear to God. Uh, Anyways, but, okay. So, so that's, yeah, that's his capabilities. And um, I think, Patty, you asked some questions before the podcast. Would you I like did. to repeat some of those? I'd rather not. <laughs> okay, no, well, it's fine. Well, do you have any questions that you want to ask it now live? Well, I did ask it itself. I did ask the chat GBT, uh, GPT yep. itself. It was like, is chat GPT bad for the schooling system? Oh, and the answer was? As like, it's The answer was neutral. as it was very neutral. Yeah. As, a, as an AI language model, I don't believe that I have a direct impact on the school, on the school system. A little bit biased, what do you, what do you think? It's saying, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, however, my creators of open AI design me to be a tool that can be used to enhance and, and argument, I agree. Uh, uh, aug augment education, not replace it. By providing quick and accurate information on a wide range of topics, I can help students and teachers alike in their quest for knowledge. For example, I can help students quickly find information for a school project or assist teachers in answering questions that students may have. In conclusion, AI models like myself have the potential to support and improve the education system. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, mm. I, I'd agree. I, I mean, that's, that's mm. again, that's um, the market. I mean, approach, I, right? I, then, I then also asked it, you know, a bunch of other things, you know. I then said, write an, write an essay on how AI will take over the world. It went fucking bananas on that. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> there have been so many essays online that it can yep. read through I then asked the same two questions as we referred to before I asked I asked the same question just because I want to I want to oh, there's a slight I, variation I, I, that I asked, question I asked the question I posed the question to the chat like, why is Adolf Hitler the worst human being and then it basically gave me the entire biography whole like, history of what happened yeah whole history of what happened his ideology everything so I was like I wonder if that goes for every single person or is it a bit so then I said why is Justin Bieber the worst human being <laughs> And it was like, uh, and the answer was very vast because it gave me every lick of information on Hitler. But then Justin Bieber is like, as a neutral AI language model, I do not have opinions or make ju make value judgments about individuals. I mean, fair enough. I mean, the one is alive, the other yeah, person no, is no, dead, I, can't defend themselves. Yeah, literally, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we aren't, we're not suggesting that Hitler and Justin Bieber are in the same bucket no, of evilness. No way. No, um, definitely, definitely Justin not. Bieber's way worse. No, no sorry, sorry. Taking that back. Take that back. Take that back. I just like the idea. Don't Kanye West. Yeah, I'm not Kanye West. I just, I just, I find it funny that it's the same question, but it's just with different people, it can be not. Like appropriate. I think what it's taking is moral judgments on these people mm. that are readily available on the internet. The thing yeah. is, there's a lot of books about Adolf Hitler, not many books about Justin Bieber. It has a lot more text and a lot more training to play yeah. with on that. I mean, there's literally documentaries of how cruel Hitler was. Yeah. I don't know if there's any documentaries on how cruel Justin Bieber is. I mean, he smoked weed when he was young. Oh, God. He ruined everyone. He's Canadian. Uh, Give him. I'll cut him some slack for that. He smokes He's Canadian. Uh, that's okay. He bought a monkey, then abandoned it. That's, that was not Logan. No, it was Logan Paul with a pig. No, no, no. no, that that was, no this it, was, was it. it was the Biebs. No, Boys, it was the Biebs, yeah. So with that, I have a project pitch that I want to like sort of bring forward. So 
you know, sometimes these podcasts are very technical. We need information on the fly. Mm. So the project that I propose is Chat Guest PT, and effectively, it's just Chat GPT using its um, access point to be able to communicate with us directly. So there's a lot of voice to text modules you can do with coding. And what I want to do is have like a 3D printed little bot with a voice module and a USB chip inside oh, right. and like an output jack connected to our little mixer we've got because we can do that. So pretty much when we need some information where it's like, oh, this is a very technical thing. I don't actually know that. I'm not going to bullshit. <laughs> hey, whatever its name is, let's just call it Eng Daddy from now on. Hey, Eng Daddy, can you give us this information? <laughs> and we can do all like the voicing and whatnot. There's a lot of packages you can use for that. And it can just say, all right, cool, this is what it is. And, you know, while it gets its response, we can sort of like, you know, depict what oh, it's going to sh- say. That actually is a really so good project. When here, Patty yeah. forgets what electrolysis is, we could just say, hey, Eng Daddy, what's electrolysis? <laughs> right. yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I, know, I, know, I know exactly what it is. Oh, is it? I know exactly what it is. Can you not look at the screen while you squint <laughs> at the question? I wish you just saw it. Just, uh, your eyes is squinted so hard. You're like, I know what it is at the screen. <laughs> okay. I need my glasses. I can't read yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I think that idea is a perfect idea. It'll take a little bit of time to develop. So I think in the meantime, we get Patty, which is kind of what he's doing. He's doing it anyway. Yeah. It's not just moving forward. Yeah, yeah. It is as current. Just do that. So we asked Patty the question. He'll ask a fairly technical question in chat GP. The response is read back live, and then eventually we can do that automatically with like press, hold down a button and go, "Hey, Eng Daddy, <laughs> uh, what's this?" And then we get a live response in that voice text. I really like that idea. Should make that a goal by the end of the year. Mm. The end of the year, let's try and get it done when we can. Well, no one steals it from us. I'm sure there's other people working probably on going it. to. But nah, look, no. while GPT is free, might as well use the shit out of it. Yeah, there's already a premium version that's just released. But yeah, I mean, some of it is expensive, so um, I'd rather rather keep it keep it yeah. down it's $20 a month that's four Patreon subscribers so if you want to hear that on our podcast subscribe to our Patreon we need four people to subscribe for us to afford the premium that'd be pretty good it's good information for you guys yeah love you alright see you in the next one thanks for listening to see more Engineering Dads content like this head to our YouTube Facebook Instagram and TikTok and I'll link below to see our other projects have a good one <laughs>